Hello, and welcome to the Platform Podcast, hosted by Marketplace Advisory Board Chair L. Tucker, a former journalist who writes, speaks, and consults on all things startups. The Platform Podcast features conversations with founders, operators, and experts tackling a myriad of topics facing the marketplace and sharing economy startup ecosystem. Please note this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not professional advice. For specific issues, please seek an appropriate professional or contact us at info at marketplacerisk.com for more information. And now, without further ado, I will hand things over to Elle. Hello, and welcome back to the Platform Podcast. Today, I am joined by Gabriel Isselis, who is founder and CEO of Tutti, the Airbnb for Creative Spaces. Welcome to the podcast, Gabriel. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. It's lovely to talk to you about Tutti. Um, I have to say that some of the posts I've been seeing on social media are, are gorgeous, simply because the spaces that you list on the platform, um, some of them are just phenomenal um, architecturally and just in really inspiring spaces. So t- tell me a bit about the type of space that, that you list. Well, um, it's creative spaces. So uh, we are quite creative with the def- definition of that. Um, it's... <laughs> any space that can be used by anyone in the creative industries. So that's, uh, we define them in music, theater, dance, film, TV, and video, and photography. Um, and these spaces can be used for any creative purpose. So the ones that jump to mind, video shoots, like music videos or brand uh, shoots, but also photo shoots, as well as rehearsals for music, theater, and dance, recording, performances, um, live streams and kind of the list goes on, but any creative purpose across any of those disciplines. Um, and therefore the spaces that we list are a wide variety. The smallest space we have is a living room that can fit, I think two people with an upright piano for about seven pounds an hour. Wow. The largest space in landmass is an entire park in Kent that you could hire for a music festival. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> so there's quite, quite a wide variety there. But then um, the most common spaces that we have are uh, photo studios, video studios, um, warehouses. We have nightclubs that you can hire during the day, churches, uh, homes, and a number of like wildly different various spaces that if you subscribe to my LinkedIn channel, you always <laughs> see them. We, I think we post new ones every two, two days. So, yeah. Now I'm going to, I'm going to say that you're probably, you know, from a very creative background. And I think that I'm going to have to mention that I can hear in the background violin playing. And you did mention that beforehand, but I just think that it kind of really adds to <laughs> the whole creative um, vibe of Tutti. So well, I hope, I hope we, that won't be lost in post-production here. And I believe that is your partner who is, is a violinist. Tell me a bit about um, the creative background that you have that inspired you to set up this marketplace yeah so um i definitely have a creative background so my family have been musicians for at least four generations um my uh some of them amateurs some of them professional my dad my mom my girlfriend obviously two aunts two uncles grandfather grandmother cousins they're all musicians so i'm surrounded by music i've always been surrounded by music 
I've played cello since I was five. Um, honestly, don't play it that much now because I'm busy running Titty, but <laughs> I should play it some more. And after I when, I, when I was five, I wanted to be a cellist like my dad. Um, when I hit my teenage years, a lot of people kept comparing me to him because we were both, both cellists and I got rather set, sick of that. So I decided to go off and stay in the creative world, but study film, uh, which I did. I studied film to create films about the future because I'm fascinated by the future. And then uh, halfway through those studies, I was like, well, how about I actually try and learn how to build the future? So I went and also got a degree in IT uh, and coding. Uh, enough of a degree to know what I'm talking about, but also to know I'm not very good at coding. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I don't do that that much. Um, and then I came home um, after university, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I started having ideas for this startup, but uh, very early ideas. And I worked in photography and theater as well. Um, so I have music, film, photography, and theater all in my background and IT. And I combine them all into a tech startup for the creative industries. It was all leading you in a direction, but I suppose at the time you weren't necessarily sure what that was. I love it when that happens. I think that sometimes it can all become clear and then and then people think you did did this all deliberately, but you 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 know, it's not necessarily that you're aware at the time that you're being pulled in a certain direction, is it? Yeah. No, it was exactly that. And so tell me a bit about the people that have used or are using Tutti, because we, we've talked about um, some of the, the uses for the spaces, but what about the people who are actually listing their spaces? Because some of these are maybe people who are, are used to, to hiring out, um, you know, uh, an auditorium or, so, or something like that. But other other people maybe are doing this um, and actually renting out their own homes. So tell me about these providers. So the majority are people who do it professionally. So um, event venues, there are uh, all sorts of different venues, there's, well, studios, as I mentioned earlier, as well as like music, grassroots music venues, uh, not grassroots, like there's uh, some concert halls. We have university uh, facilities that aren't used all the time listed with us. Um, there's just a, a wide range of different types of professional venues who whose income is generated mostly by creative bookings. Um, so there's those. And then, yes, there are also people renting their homes. So there are, we have a number of people who are used to uh, renting out their homes through kind of word of mouth and also other, like through a website or through social media um who we've managed to get on board uh like one specific one i can shout out is murray who has a house in hackney he i believe is a graphic designer but he uh loves film and he has rented his house out for films a number of times if you want to check out his house on twitter you can type in murray into the search and it'll pop him up <laughs> um and yeah and he has a fantastic home he's really experienced with having shoots through his house. So he's helped kind of inspire a number of the features on Tutti to try and help make his life easier, um, which luckily then knock on, there are a lot of people like him who want to invite filmmakers to their houses. Um, so yeah, we have a great relationship with him. 
Um, and then there's other people who have had, uh, who rent out their like nice pianos and nice living rooms for musicians, specifically classical music, because that's my background. To practice um, rather than perform. Practice. Yes. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people who have just left university uh, from music school often don't have facilities that they can access because at, at university, at, at conservatoire, they have access to the university facilities. As soon as they graduate, they lose that. Um, and it's quite expensive to go to most places and find a place to um, to, to rehearse. So we have a number of places that are listed between seven and 12 pounds an hour um, that they can use, uh, which is, yeah. Yeah, and so you're solving a problem there. And for the actual um, larger venues, what problem are you solving for for them, the actual providers? Because presumably these are people that are taking bookings anyway. I mean, obviously the pandemic has uh, no doubt been been tough on them, as it has for many of the creative industries. But but for that side of the platform, what what problem are you solving? Are you filling in maybe times of day that they might not normally have a booking, or or how 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 yeah. do you do you sell it to them? A tiny bit. Well, I mean the the sale is is not the hardest one in the world. It's hey, if you list on our platform for free, we'll help you market the space to our network, which is different from yours, and you might get a few bookings through us, and we'll only charge you when you get bookings. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but from what we're actually offering them and how we're kind of moving forward is we're a SaaS-enabled marketplace. So we're offering software as the back end of our marketplace, and there is, like, a lot of potential in the SaaS. So there's kind of a lot of people, they accept bookings through the, for their venue, but they don't have any sort of professional booking system for their venues. Uh, I, we've been polling our users and 80% use spreadsheets and Google Calendar to run their venues. Wow. Um, so we are, the software that we're building, we focus I'd say 80% of our time on our software and it's just getting better and better and better all the time. Um, and that is how we're really helping them is mm -hmm. we're creating a software experience that is empathetic to creative uses, which is unlike most software. Most software is either built by a uh, tech person who has no care and no understanding of creative needs and creative nuances or built by a creative person who has no understanding of technology, <laughs> which is where uh, my overlap is particularly useful. Fantastic. Yeah. So take me back to the, the very beginning. Um, where does the founding of Tutti fit in with the pandemic? Where had the idea come about or had you actually got off the ground before then? And, and how did it affect things? Yeah, so the idea came about uh, years before the pandemic, um, but we got our MVP off the ground on Halloween 2018, which was exactly 10 years to the day after Bitcoin was launched. I like that. Anyways, <laughs> unrelated. Um, and so we launched our MVP on a incredible platform named ShareTribe, which allows anyone who wants to start a marketplace um, 
it gives them the entire back end of a marketplace for 150 pounds a month. Um, so all that you have to do is go and find supply and demand. You don't have to worry about the tech. You don't have to worry about, uh, can we set up payments? Can we set up messaging? They provide all of that and you just have to go and, um, add a bit of branding and, uh, find supply and demand. And that's their go version, isn't it? I'm, if I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found out about that on the morning of Halloween 2018, and we had launched with our first venue by the night of Halloween 2018. Um, and we had our first booking within a week. Well, so you can see that, why it's called Go for a start, can't you? Yeah. But I, I know a lot of founders who are um, part of the marketplace risk community who will have had a successful MVP with one of the Share Tribe products. So I'm so pleased to hear that it's um, it's been you know what what um, you know what helped to get Tutti um, out of the um, yeah. starting blocks, if that's the right expression. It, it is a fantastic resource that every marketplace founder should check out. Um, so yeah, so we started with that, uh, 2018, um, to 2019, we stayed on that until 2020. We were planning on building our, well, we were already building our own technology, um, at the beginning of 2020. And we were planning on switching over sometime in summer of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. So we were like, well, there's, we're not using our share tribe site. So we kind of shut that down earlier than we would have and switched over to our new custom built site, which was full of bugs, but luckily it was in the middle of a pandemic and we were dealing in uh, space that people would meet up in. So no one was looking at our site. Um, and we spent the next 11 months basically in stealth mode, uh, building tech and trying to make sure that when uh, restrictions lifted in the UK, we would be able to, hit the ground running and grow quickly based on the automated tech that we have built, uh, through the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I pretty, yeah, suffice to say we, we succeeded on that one. So going into the pandemic, we had 200 listings and a thousand registered users. Um, after restrictions lifted in March, 2021, we grew from 200 to a thousand listings in six months. So five X growth. Wow. Um, uh, when we were focusing on listing growth, now we haven't focused on listing growth for a little while, but, um, we're still getting organic listings every week, which is fantastic. So, and in terms of location, where are these listings? Almost exclusively London. (laughs) Okay. And so Uh, what are your ambitions beyond London? Yeah, so we're a self-funded startup to date, and we didn't want to overwhelm ourselves with having listings um, outside of a city where we have customer support, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, for now, we are just London, but we are accepting people across the UK if they come organically. And very shortly, we will be expanding uh, properly across the UK and then internationally after that. And I know a bit about the competitor landscape and um, I'm more familiar with space um, marketplaces like your sharing marketplaces, which focus solely on the film location. There are some big players in that space. Yeah. You've You've broadened that. Would you say that you have 
you know, something quite different to some of the competitors there, simply because you you've taken this, you know, idea to focus on the on the creative spaces because. To me, that's quite clever because it encompasses maybe the film locations. But, you know, I've also come across um, marketplaces, very small one for um, for rehearsals and for, you know, sort of meetings um, that that's a more creative maybe environment is needed. You've kind of straddled all of these. That That's yep. quite clever. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, that's kind of one of the ways that we're different. Um, another way that we are differentiating differentiating ourselves is again coming back to that uh a lot of these are built by uh tech people who see an opportunity but don't really know the sector um one way that our infrastructure our tech infrastructure is different um is that if you go onto tutti you can search by locations or spaces a location is an entire building a space is an individual room if you go to almost any other listing site and you type kitchen for example, if you want to shoot, let's say, a, a kitchen product um, for a brand, um, you type kitchen into any other site and you'll be presented with a bunch of homes and you'll have to open each of those homes in a new tab, scroll through till you find the picture of the kitchen and then compare them across tabs. Because we've narrowed down our focus to a room level uh, beyond a location level, um, we are able to, well, if you type kitchen into Tutti, you'll be presented with a bunch of kitchens right there and then. You don't have to open any new tabs. You have immediate oversight of what the kitchens look like, um, what they cost, and where they are all right there. Um, so that's one really key way that my understanding of film has really added to the technical design of this site from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I used to work in advertising as a creative, so did these types of, you know, shoot for, for brand work. And to me, that cuts down on hours and hours um, of actual searching. Um, so, you know, I can see how that would be a real selling point as well. So just to focus in a bit more on some of the, the marketplace risk favorite topics um yeah. let's talk about insurance because um some of these venues presumably will have their own so do you offer insurance how does it work we don't offer insurance yet um it's definitely in the pipeline but as the majority of the venues that we offer look that we um work with they are event venues they're used to these sorts of events they have their own in-house insurance and uh it covers the bookings we state this very clearly in our help docs. So if anyone joins, um, they're well aware that we don't offer insurance and we don't help with that aspect right now. Um, that's the best thing that you can be is completely clear and transparent with um, what you do offer and what you don't offer. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I know I know that you're you, you're very um, you're very interested in in this trustworthy, transparent um, you know side to to your brand. How else does that uh, manifest in, in what you're offering? Because I know that, that some marketplaces, when they're scaling early stage, are not necessarily having that one-to-one that -one connection with, with the people that are listing. Talk me through how, how you've gone about that. Yeah, so in early days, we were advised by a number of people that we could just go and scrape the internet and grab as many 
listings from the internet as we wanted and then publish them all on Tutti and um, tell people, hey, we've published your listing for you and uh, take control here. And I got advice from a lot of potential customers. So the people who advised me that were advisors or people, founders running other startups and et cetera. Um, and then I got uh, feedback from a bunch of potential customers. Please don't do that. That completely erodes trust from day one. Um, and marketplaces are built on trust. So uh, I just, we never listed people without their permission. We make it as easy as possible for people to list with us, like incredibly simply. We, we go and ask for their permission to list. Um, very often we will offer to do the listing for them. So it takes them no time because we're doing all of the work and all they need to do is click publish. Um, but yeah, we made sure never to kind of erode trust from our users mm -hmm. before the starting gate. I think that, that will, I imagine, serve you very well as you, as you grow the brand ha having so. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in terms of, of growing the brand, um, how many people are in the team at, at the moment and what, what are your plans for, I know you said you were bootstrapping. Are you, are you planning to seek an investment round? We're currently seeking an investment round. Um, so the current team is, I am full-time in London and I have a part-time partner here, uh, Ed, who is helping me with marketing. And then we have a couple people who work really like on and off contract in the UK on various things. And then we have two full-time and two part-time developers in India who are internal founding team members, but just remote in India. And I am, I absolutely love that relationship because we have, yeah, they're, they're internal team members. They, we work together every single day. My favorite times, my favorite times of building this startup are working with the developers and inventing new things and learning mm -hmm. new technologies. Um, and it's so exciting, all of the things that we're building and yeah, uh, we, we push new updates every two weeks and it's awesome, but, uh, yeah, that's the team right now. We're raising a very small first round in order to build out the software side of our offering. Uh, with that money, we will grow the tech team in India and we will slightly grow the team in London. And uh, yeah, that's roughly where we're at. That's fantastic. Well, I'm I'm so pleased to be able to chat to you about this because I know that you were at the Sharing Economy Global Summit at the end of 2021. It was great to have you there. And I hope that you will be able to come again this year. It's in October this year. Um, and I would love to... Um, to hear from you then as well as I'm sure many of our people in our community would and you know see how you're you're getting on if in the meantime they wanted to check out Tutti I'm saying it like it's an Italian word for, yeah. for all is that right is yeah, that right? I, yeah I can give a little history on why we chose the name yes do quickly yes um, please yeah so well I said I come from a classical music background so Tutti is written above the score in classical uh, scores for orchestras. And it means everyone together. It means bringing the orchestra together. And the reason we chose the word is, one, it captures the ethos of we want everyone to be able to create and uh, everyone's together and everyone's equal. But also, uh, it is already an international word. 
if someone has studied uh, classical music and been in an orchestra anywhere in the world, they will know the word, word tutti. I've like toured with um, orchestras across Eastern Asia. So Vietnam, China, Hong Kong, Japan, etc. And they all knew the word tutti. And not, and not only that, anyone who's ever ordered tutti frutti ice cream <laughs> must know that um, it means, you know, all or everyone. Um, uh, so... I'd be surprised. I talked to a friend of mine and he was like, yeah, tutti frutti. I was like, yeah, all the fruits. And he was like, ah, I never understood that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So we're, we're spreading the, um, the the ice cream love as well as the um, the music love. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know, the the URL is for the marketplace is tutti, dot space. So anyone in the meantime who would like to check it out, and I see you are active on all your social channels. So do follow Tutti to see the most wonderful venues and spaces. And uh, Gabriel, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely to chat. Thank you for tuning into the Platform Podcast. Be sure to check us out at marketplacerisk.com for information and resources to help startups launch, grow, and succeed. And follow us on social media at Marketplace Risk to stay up to date on all of our conferences, summits, virtual events, and more.